This episode is sponsored by Queen's Slay Boutique, clothing aimed to uplift, inspire, and empower women. Shop Queen's Slay at www.shopqueensslay.com and follow them on Instagram at Queen's underscore Slay Boutique. Their clothing is trendy and positive and looks good on all types of women. Queens, go check them out today. Okay, let's start the show. Welcome to the Pretty and Purpose Podcast, where we remind you that your pretty is beyond what the eyes can see, and your purpose is your ultimate destiny. We must fix each other's crowns because sometimes, girl, they be raggedy. (laughs) This is Celeste, Maya, and this is Jess. Welcome back. (laughs) Hey, y'all. Hey, ladies. And gents. Oh yeah, we have some jets. (laughs) (laughs) So last week we talked about picking your battles and I was faced with um, a few decisions this week. All right, so (laughs) I was faced with, I'm going to talk about, um, one is road rage. Um, So I feel like. Daily battle. Right. (laughs) I feel like I used to get like really irritated, like if somebody would cut me off or whatever on the road, but now I'm like real hesitant to even. Did you, Look you at heard people. What happened. Yeah, I heard what happened with the guy when he shot the baby the in the back. Like, yes, was a two year old in the stomach. A two year old in the stomach, like over people, road rage, over road rage yes. in Baltimore. Yeah, like people oh, no. are crazy. Yes. Even my cousin before he said he was on the highway and somebody was flashing their lights and he wasn't paying attention. I guess they thought he was going too slow. End up shooting through his window, <gasps> shot his Ooh, tire on the yes, highway. Yes, on the highway, like people. Uh, crazy. So like nowadays, like I don't even it, it ain't even worth it. It's, it's true. Not. I was talking to him. I had heard about what happened downtown Baltimore. There was um. Long story short, they were at a stoplight. Someone, mm. the person in front, didn't go through the light. So the the lady who was driving, she must have beat the horn or something. They still didn't move, so she went around the car. Mm-hmm. It's the story I heard. Okay. Okay. Is that what you heard? Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. She went around the car, and I guess the the person followed them. And it was the two ladies and the, and a, the little boy. Mm-hmm. And the person followed them and shot in the car and shot the little boy in the stomach. Oh like, it's sick out here. For what? Right. It's, because that's they a, stopped at a traffic light? Right. It's not, it's not worth it. Because she beeped the horn and went around. I don't know. But that's what, when I was telling someone about the story, I was like, that's why I don't even beep the horn. I don't even get yep. frustrated no more. Yep. I just wait. Mm. You know? And if just, because you just never know. You never People know. are really crazy. Yeah. And, that, and that's the thing, like, I think people feel so disrespected on the road, but at the end of the day, like, is it worth your life? Right. Did you make it to your destination? Correct. Now, I ain't gonna lie. I just came through this four-way stop sign on the way here, (laughs) and I do get really frustrated at four-way stops, because it's like people never can figure it out, and I'm irritated. Like, you go, I feel like I gotta get out and connect traffic. Like, you go, then you, and then it's my turn. Like, do y'all not... Have common sense. Yeah. Like, that's why? me at traffic circles. I absolutely <laughs> hate traffic circles in PG County because people act like they don't, they don't know, know how which, it works. Yeah. I don't understand. <laughs> and then everybody want to go at the same time. And it's right. like, you'll see me going, like, somebody got to stop. It's, it's a lot. But. So, yes. Picking your battles on the road is very important. It's super important. Yes. Um, so, yeah. So, all right. I'll just, I'll just talk about that so we can get into our episode for today. Um, but before we get into our topic, we are going to go into our royal moment, which is a time where we salute some amazing queens who are doing some wonderful things. So Celeste has our royal moment for today. Yes. So I would like to shout out my doula, 
Um, Olivia Bowens, oh, and I will find her uh, Instagram page in a minute to share that. But um, Olivia has been a doula for a while now, and she was able to support me through my birth, birthing process, even during my pregnancy, and then, um, you know, came to the hospital with me and supported me. Through my natural contractions. <laughs> well, it wasn't completely natural because I was induced, but I didn't have any medication right. to take away the pain. So she was extremely supportive. Mm-hmm. You know, I had my husband and my mom there. My dad came, but there was something about her presence, mm-hmm. um, her aromatherapy, um, and her massage, and just how she how she um, touched me during my contractions. Just took the pain away. Really? And yeah. I know you had a hard time even trying to find a I did. Doula. I did. Yeah. So yeah. how did you find her? So, well, through. thanks to Maya. Oh, through Tracy? Yeah. Her recommendation? Okay. All right. <laughs> so um, you put me in contact with a midwife in D.C. Mm-hmm. who knew um, a few doulas in Baltimore, black doulas um, in Baltimore. And I just went on Instagram and Olivia's Listen. page just sort of resonated with me. Okay, okay. Um, her content was just extremely um, helpful. And I felt like she was she was just easy to, she was like just a regular person. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, she yeah. was just like, hey sis. You know, like she was mm-hmm. easy to connect, connect with. with. Connect with, exactly. <laughs> um, so that's why I went ahead and contacted her and then we met and I just felt like, I said, okay, yeah, she, I feel like I can, I'll be comfortable around her okay. or comfortable with her. So, um, yes, so shout out to Olivia. Um, if anyone's in the Baltimore area or Baltimore, D.C. area who is pregnant or thinking about getting pregnant, um, I definitely recommend um, getting doula support um, and also recommend Olivia. And her Instagram page is Her Holistic Path. That's her Instagram. So thank you, Olivia. Thanks, Olivia. Now we have baby Ron in here who is assisting our podcast. She's <laughs> um, giving a new sound effects. Yes. He's so sweet. <laughs> so next we are going to move into our sis second. And our sis second is a time where we fix those raggedy crowns raggedy. <laughs> that we see around the town. So Jess has our sis second for today. Literally. So... <laughs> This week, our sis second goes to none other. Wait, drum roll. <laughs> than Jessica Peterson. I eat me. <laughs> so I'm giving myself the sis second because I need to have several seats that I did not have. <laughs> I decided that I wanted to practice having Megan knees. Trying to be a stallion. <laughs> oh, I went to this dance class oh. <laughs> after Orange Theory. Ooh. Now you know and you I did weak. Zumba. You know what? Like, I don't know who I thought I was. <laughs> because I went to Zumba one day. The next day, oh, no, I skipped the day. And then I did Orange Theory. And then the next day, I was like, yeah, I'm going to take this mm-hmm. heels dance class. Mm-hmm. I got it. I'm in shape. No. <laughs> no. So here it is. And I'm still walking around limping. <laughs> My knee pads didn't work. Oh, man. My knee is all busted up. I feel like it's twisted. I should probably... Oh, <laughs> So the pain went away, but now I, the range of my knee is not 100%. Right. Because you was doing too much. Doing too much. Okay. I needed to have several seats. I signed up for a 5K this weekend, and yes. oh, I'll wow. be doing that 5K. <laughs> oh, it was... 
for this It's weekend. on Sunday. Oh, okay. Well, you can walk. No, ma'am, I cannot. <laughs> Am I okay? Yeah. I can barely walk from it's like the car. 3.2 miles, Jack. Only? <laughs> so, the lesson in all of this is listen to your body yes. and don't try to overdo it. Ooh. And don't think that you have Megan knees at 30. <laughs> Yeah, at 30, I seen that thing on face on Instagram at when you hit 30, your knees or something. The, something the check about, knees like come Yeah, on. check knees like Dang. Yeah. it's real. Yeah. That Probably. is real because I feel like my knees gave out a week before my 30th birthday. <laughs> they gave and out. That, they gave out. And now I'm just walking around like, true. Yeah. I it's wish real. these knees worked. Mm. <laughs> now I got icy hot in my purse. Yeah. Oh god. That's the that's the 30 and over club. <laughs> All right, y'all. So, what are we talking about today? We are talking about filling voids, filling and filling, filling voids. All right, Jess. So, start us off in your life journey. So, on today's segment of Where Is Jess P? I try to approach this from different angles. Okay. Because uh, there are some voids that you can fill, and then there are some voids mm. that can't necessarily be filled. Or shouldn't be. Mm. Or should, or should just be left, be. just depending leave it the, empty. Depending upon the topic. Yeah, correct. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so first I'm going to start with the fillable, the fillable, fillable voids. voids. <laughs> okay. So, you know I worked at that school. I won't name it. They just changed their name. But I worked at the school. <laughs> <laughs> and every day, like, I had this this sense of void in terms of my purpose. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was like, you know, this is not it. Right. So there was that void that was there. And it wasn't until I quit that university that I started to fill that void because I found purpose. Right. And cool. every day... Mm-hmm. Like, I could tap into my purpose. Mm -hmm. It took a lot of praying and a lot of journaling and a lot of doing different activities to figure out what it is that I like to do and what it is that made me feel full. Full. But you knew it was something missing. It was something missing. Like, I knew sitting behind this desk. This ain't it. This is not it. Like, there is something missing. So, you know, I did a lot of exercise, a lot of nature walks. And, you know, one day it was like a flyer on the ground and I read it and I think it was like, God is not through with you or something like that. And I was like, you know what? You're right. And then, <laughs> There's more. <laughs> right. There, there is more. And so it was another flyer that was talking about contributing. It was Christmas time, as a matter of fact. And it was like contributing to people or giving back or something like that. And so at that moment, I was like, yes. Let me do something to give back to people. Mm-hmm. I came up with this 12 days of give miss. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. And uh, for each of the 12 days, I did an activity that would contribute to other people's lives. Mm-hmm. And that really that helped felt me to, you, made you feel to full. Feel full. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that's a fillable void. Right. Also, you know, I'm an entrepreneur. So there are voids when it comes to business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, everybody's not gifted in every area. Right. Like for event planning, 
I don't like to host. People want to host. That's not my that's thing. Not right. So I know that there's a void there right. because I'm not willing to do that. Right. So therefore, that's when leverage comes in. So you can hire leverage to fill your voids. And also that knowing that and understanding that you aren't the one to fill that void. Acknowledging yes. yourself and saying, you know what, self? I don't have to do everything. You don't have to do yeah. everything. You can ask for help. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and hire someone else, have someone else fill that void. Yeah. Yes. And then there's the voice that can be filled. Okay. I.e. for people. Uh-huh. For instance, my grandmother, if you know me, you know that my grandmother was like my bestie and she passed away last year. Mm-hmm. Like that was one thing that the pastor said during her service is that nobody can fill right. grandma's chair. Right. 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 Mm-hmm. So that's an unfillable void mm-hmm. that I'll never get back. Right. But, you know, there's other things that comfort you right exactly exactly yeah so finding positive ways to fill those voids and not yeah don't turn to drugs and alcohol (laughs) those should never be used to fill voids right definitely oh yeah we're gonna gonna get into that oh no okay (laughs) celeste (laughs) what you got for all righty so on today's segment of cb secrets we're gonna talk about how sometimes we don't we don't feel ourselves, we don't feel our best selves, we don't we feel like something is off. Okay. And like in our body. In our body, uh-huh. just in your life in general. You yeah. feel like something's not right. I don't feel well, or you know, you just feel off. Okay. And just how to identify what's missing. You know, sometimes I feel like, okay, I'd have to take a moment and say, okay. Let me go through the list. That have I exercised? Have I been drinking my water? Mm. How, am I sleeping? You yes. know, am, am I eating right? Like, what is it? Do uh-huh. I need, sometimes I needed to meditate. Sometimes yeah. I'm just doing too much, and I need to take that moment to say, okay, whew, let me meditate. Let me bring it down a notch, right. and then kind of reset. So just understand, just um, identifying where those voids are, and um, trying to feel, you know, identify when something is off. And another way to approach um, filling voids is. How how we fill our voids with food oftentimes. Mm. So I mm. know I can be all of the above: an emotional eater, <laughs> a stress <laughs> eater, a social eater. Um, but you know, really, we shouldn't be always using food to fill those vo- to fill a void. Yeah. We should mm-hmm. um, we should find healthier ways. <laughs> we should find healthier ways drink to water. fill that voids. But right, drink water. You should always drink water before you eat anyway. Right. Yeah. That's what they say. I, I don't. I, want, I don't either. I want, to I, want to, I want all of it. I want that whole void to be full of food, which is thus the problem. But um, if you do find comfort in food, it's okay, but just maybe making better decisions. So instead of that ice cream and chips and cookies and all that good stuff, mm-hmm. eating, you know, some fruit and some cheese and crackers or whatever, whatever your healthy Mm-mm, snack don't is. Don't eat those crackers. That's a lot of calories. But well, <laughs> you can get whole wheat. Right. But and I, eat your serving size. Right. I think that, you know, you hit the nail on the head. Like, once you know, like, all right, I am a stress eater and you can mm-hmm. identify I'm under stress right now and then figure out ways like, all right, what How else do can I, I do? Yeah, what else can I do? And so I used to come home from work super stressed and I would come in the house and go right to the cabinet and I would pick something sweet, something salty. I would go in the refrigerator and be like, oh, let me get a little scoop of ice cream. <laughs> a little bit of this. And my husband would be like, what? 
Why? Like, right. first of all, mm-hmm. your stomach needs to be hurting because you didn't eat five <laughs> different things that don't even make sense together. Yeah. And, like, I'm just, like, going ham. And then I feel like, whew, okay, I feel better. Right, that made you feel better. Right? And then I go upstairs and sit down or something, whatever. And then you don't feel well right. later on right. because right. you I ate all junk. And that problem or whatever, still, still wasn't solved. Right, that's right. That's right. So, in, in, to fill that void, I started take, having a snack ready. Like, when I leave work, I'll have, like, an apple and some peanut butter or something and eat it on the way home. Okay. So that when I get home, I don't have a void. I don't feel hungry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it kind of just makes me feel feel like I had like I already ate a snack. Okay. And so that when I get in the house, I don't feel like I need to go. You're not starving. Right, yeah. exactly. Trying to find something yeah. unhealthy. So I filled that void with a healthy snack. <laughs> <laughs> so knowing your body and knowing, you know, how to respond to it when to be acting up. But right. not acting right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so now it's time for Maya's motivational moment. Be careful how you fill a void because in a blink of an eye, your future can be destroyed. Now, I think that is interesting. Um, I read something like, you are one decision away from a totally different life. Absolutely. And I feel like um, voids, especially when it comes to like relationships uh, with your family, with your mate, when you have voids in those areas, um, it can be a challenge in trying to fill them. For example, you know, people always talk about young girls with daddy issues Mm -hmm. and if they did not have a father in their life growing up, how that manifests itself when they become an adult Um, or even in their teenage years Mm -hmm. when they may gravitate to older men or look for a man to fill that daddy type void in their their relationships. Mm -hmm. Um, So it can manifest itself in that way. And a relationship with your significant other, um, if you feel a void and you're telling your significant other, like, I need more of this or Mm -hmm. I need less of this, and they're not filling that void, you then open yourself up to the opportunity of looking for someone else to fill that void or allowing someone else to fill that void. Um, So... Also, just knowing what voids you create in a relationship as well, because maybe you aren't giving all that you need to give in a relationship or um, doing all that you need to do, which then creates a void for someone else that they may get filled. So I think that um, feeling a void, like having this feeling and being able to talk it out, like, you know, I feel this type of way. The other person on the other end of that relationship should be empathetic to that. And um, you guys should create a way that that void could then be filled. Right. Because when it's not, it puts you in a really, really dangerous um, situation, especially when it comes to relationships. Right. Well, I also think, keeping it in perspective, and this is a simple example, I my dad used to always wash my car. Even mm-hmm. to this day, he still washes my car for me. Uh-huh. And my husband does not. Mm-hmm. Does not <laughs> uh-huh. wash cars. Uh-huh. Okay? He's washed... The previous car I had, he washed it one time. Mm-hmm. And the car... Well, the car I just had before I got this car. He washed that car one time. Okay. So, <laughs> for me, I'm like, bruh. Like, I need you to wash my car. Like, my dad used to wash my car all the time. Like, I used to do it too. But I feel like you can do it. But that's not his thing. So keeping it in perspective, and yeah. you know, maybe washing car is not that serious. Maybe that's mm-hmm. a void that I don't need filled. Uh huh. You know, maybe uh-huh. I can just go through the car wash now instead of yeah waiting on my husband to wash my car. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
Obviously, that's a very simple example. No, but it's, it's a perfect example. I literally had that same conversation about car washing and car fixing <laughs> with my husband. No, car fixing. That's no. He needs to fill that void. Wow. Like wow. Right. I literally just had that conversation because I was used to right. being in a relationship where. My car was taken care yeah. of. It's going to be washed. And then for my dad, like any maintenance mm-hmm. issues, he's going to look into it. Yep. And I was like, wait a minute. Immediately. Like, oh. he's not going to wait months. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, wait a minute. I got to figure this stuff out myself. Right. Like, this is now on my plate. And that bothered me. But right. then when we had a conversation, like, we were talking about tires or something. And I need to get new tires. And he was like... Like, Maya, I wouldn't care about what tires I put. Like, you see, I don't care what tires I put. And that may be put into perspective. Like, it's not like he takes pristine care of his car and then my car is like, whatever. (laughs) He don't care. Which is is why I realized that my car is not taking care of the way my dad takes care of cars because my husband don't take care of his car. Correct, correct. And and then I said, all right, you good. I don't need you because you're not good with it. Yeah. Because your car is trifling. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So that that's the thing, like really putting it in perspective, mm-hmm. like, okay, I think that one of the major disappointments is that we come in with expectations, yeah. right? And mm-hmm. so it's like, no, undiscussed I undiscussed expectations. expectations. He probably didn't know that you wanted to know was a thing. Right. Yeah. The issue is when the expectations are discussed. And right. then oh, they are yikes. still unfulfilled. Like <laughs> just in general, you know, when they're discussed and when they are not fulfilled, and then what happens from there? And so I would say, again, still keeping it in, in perspective and, you know, not, everyone is not good at everything. Right. Everything is not everyone's thing. Mm-hmm. So, like I said about my car, car stuff, that's not my husband's thing. Now, don't get me wrong. If it's something wrong, well, let me see. How do I explain this? So, my coolant light has been on for like three weeks now. Yeah. And I, every day I tell my husband, babe, I need coolant. Babe, I need coolant. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I got to get you some coolant. <laughs> oh, yeah, I got to get you some coolant. All right. It's been three weeks now. Babe, I still need coolant. So uh-huh. I know that certain things, he'll, he'll do it yeah. in his time. Mm-hmm. But other things like cleaning the car, that's just not his thing. Yeah. You know, so keeping it in perspective, like, all right, he's just not, he not good with this area. I'm going to chill on that. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. you, you know, just understanding that maybe that's not his thing and that's not a void that he can fill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then you fill it with leverage. Right. And then maybe you take <laughs> it to the car wash. Or whatever. Or I still had my dad wash my car. He don't mind. And I'm uh-huh. like, all right, cool. Go ahead. Yeah. My dad's <laughs> had to put some air in my tires and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I understand, you know, it is, you do want your significant other to fill those voids. Yeah. I totally get that. But I guess having, keeping it in perspective and finding balance mm-hmm. and, you know, figuring out what's really important. Right. Is the, mm-hmm. is the cooler in my car really the end of the world if he's filling these other voids? No, I, I'm good with that. I mean, I'm gonna need you to do it, but it's been three weeks. Okay, I'm gonna chill on you because you're feeling these other boys over here. Okay, it's yeah. not at the top of the list, right? But I've seen like whole relationships like come to I, an oh, end. Oh, I can see that and be destroyed because of boys <laughs> not being filled. And it then depends on what it is and how many, right? Because oh, if, yeah. if you got ninety percent boys, yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you got a lot yes. of boys, but like those boys, those um. Uh, intangible voice, right? Like, mm-hmm. I need to feel more love. Mm-hmm. I need to, you know, hear more compliments. I need to see you doing more. I need to see more balance, right? So those things. Time out. Didn't we have this conversation last week when I asked yeah. if women and men need each other and now, now you no, guys that's don't mean, no, that, no, that, that, that doesn't mean that they need 
But I'm saying what it does is <laughs> if, if you're in a relationship and you have that expectation of somebody and they are not fulfilling that expectation, that can one, cause you to go on to somebody else who may feel that expectation or two, just completely leave that relationship because it's not fulfilling to you. So that doesn't mean I necessarily need you. But if we're in this relationship, <laughs> there's an expectation. But that, that's your need, though. Needing to whatever X Y Z is, that's my expectation. I expect you to wash my car. I need you to wash my car. If you don't do it, but see, here's the thing. I think that <laughs> things could be handled. Like if I'm by myself, then I'm not. I don't need you to do it. I'm gonna do it. But if I, if you, if you're there and we're sharing this space, we're sharing. We we made this commitment together. Then I need you to do what you're supposed to do. I mean, Me. washing a washing a car isn't that big of a deal. That's why it's a simple. Example. It's yeah, yeah. But I see what both of y'all a- saying because, again, like you said last week, we, Maya and I, we would think, we using the word need as, like, need. Mm-hmm. and For we survival. Need for survival. Right. Yeah. That's it's, how we're thinking about survival. it. But you, you're yeah. looking at it from a, sim- a very simplistic place, like, just a basic need, a basic necessity. I need you to fill these voids. I need you to show up and be this part mm-hmm. in a relationship. We look at it like, yeah. I don't need you. Right. <laughs> I would like you to because right, you're like in this you position. Right. I can survive it, without you. Correct. Like, yes. Right. So, like, if we were single, right, and our cars were messed up, then we're not looking for a man to then come and fix our cars. Like, we know it's our responsibility to do it because nobody else right. is going to do it. Right. But when you have a spouse who's there to kind of help take on some of the weight and some of the burdens, then it's like, all right, these are my expectations mm-hmm. or, you know, like th- this is what I need done. Um, but I think that's, that goes back to like expectations and, and unspoken expectations. When you get in a relationship, you all, you should have that discussion. Like, all right, I, like I said, my husband does dinner. Mm-hmm. I expect him to make dinner. Right. Now I try to chime in and help. I do the side dishes sometimes, you know, whatever. But for the most part, he does dinner and I clean up and I do the dishes and I keep the house clean and yada yada yada. We have our roles. Yeah. So making it clear, like, well, I don't do cars, so I'm gonna need you to take care of our cars. Like making it clear that that's our role. You've done that. That's what's your point. Okay. <laughs> so hopefully, <laughs> like. So then that comes to you. Everyone needs to hold up their end of the bargain. So if I say, okay, I'm a, I'm in charge of dishes or whatever. So if the, but if there's never any clean dishes, well then I'm not holding up my end of the bargain. And then he could hold me accountable and say, babe, like you, you the dishwasher. Like what's up? We ain't got no plates. What's yeah. going on? In a perfect world, if uh, <laughs> people wanted to hold up their end of the bargain and be accountable for their actions, that would be amazing. But not all the time, honestly. Like. I, I think one of the biggest lessons that I've learned, we talked about this at work um, the other day, like what is one of the biggest lessons that you've learned in the last 20 years? And for me is you can't make anybody do anything that they don't mm, want to yes. do. Like the only person's actions that you're accountable for your is own. your own, right? Sure. And so like I said, you know, like I've even seen in other relationships, like, you know, women begging for like, I just need your attention. I just need your love. Mm-hmm. I just need this. And if the guy like, yeah, no, and that's just not <laughs> what he want to do or vice versa. If the woman's like, yeah, no, that's not what she want to do. Then that creates a void. Um, and you know, it can cause destruction, you know, it cause devastation. But I think that's why last week I had said you, that's why you can't be incomplete when you come into mm-hmm. a relationship. Correct. You have to be able your to stand self. on your yeah. own. You have to know who you are, know, have, be your whole self yeah. before you 
engage in a relationship yep. with anybody. Absolutely. You know? So that you won't feel like you need anybody for anything. And that sucks, right? Right. Like, no, it's, it's not survival. <laughs> right. No, but I'm just saying if you feel whole, it's like, all right, well if you don't do this, then I'm not it's not the end of the world. You know, right. I still have to figure it out for myself. But right. it does make life and relationships so much better when people are there to support yeah. you and to help you and it's the a yin yang. Let's clear I can pour coolant in my car. Yeah. Right? Clearly, I can go to the store, buy some coolant, and fill it up. Mm-hmm. But do I feel? Do I feel like I should have to do that for myself? No, I don't. Because I you have like, so many other things that you got to do. Too. Right. Because I do every the other stuff that right. I do. Right. Everything. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. So, but yeah, um, I just think it's important, and you know, not just speaking on my relationship. I'm just thinking about just relationships in general, in general yeah. because you know, I have a good friend who you know, is about to go through a divorce because of the feeling of voids and then, you know, looking for alternative pathways to fill her voids weren't necessarily always the best decisions, but, you know, it's gotten her to a place of like, all right, yeah, I'm ready to end this. And I may not be so happy of the decisions that I made in filling this void, but sometimes you get to a place like, what the heck do I do? What am I supposed to do? Um, Yeah, so it can be a very dangerous, dangerous thing. Therefore, you really um, have to communicate your voice and hopefully, you know, the person that is I don't. I don't know. Like you say, it got to be on you first. Willing to, but the person. Hopefully, that person is willing to be the yin to your yang. Yeah. Um. And if not, you know, figuring it out. At the end of the day, let God fill all your voids, cause He gonna be the only one that's gonna complete you. Cause um, yeah. (laughs) All right. So now we are going to move into our Ask PMP. If you would like to ask us a question to be featured on the podcast, you can send us an email to pretty, the letter N, purpose, duh, at gmail.com. You can slide in our DMs at pretty underscore the letter N underscore purpose, duh, or pretty and purpose podcast on Facebook. And if you would like a pretty and purpose t-shirt, you can go to prettyandpurposeshop.com. All right, so on um, our podcast, I did a, on our podcast Instagram page, I did a poll, and it says, do you have any friends that you believe are jealous of you? And I put friends in quotation marks, and 67% said no, 33% said yes, and I mean, I don't know how true this is to the population, because it wasn't a large sample size, but what do you all think about that? Like friends who are jealous of you. Do you think that that means that they're really not your friends if they're jealous of you or what's they're your not friends on? if they're jealous? Like you should be happy for your friends. Yeah. Period. <laughs> <laughs> like jealousy I, that shows that you have a void. Okay. Right. Yes. Like if right. I'm jealous, yes. I'm, I'm jealous that you have all this stuff. That means that I feel like I don't have, I'm clearly missing that stuff, mm-hmm. whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. If I feel like, dang, she got a good job. I don't have a job like that. It's because I feel there's a void in my. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it goes back it's to more you. of a reflection on the person. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The other person. Yeah. So true friends, if they really your friend, they really wouldn't be jealous of you or the good friend. Yeah, you should be happy. Yeah, Yeah. you should be happy that that person has a good job or whatever, whatever the case may be. Okay, 
Alright, so maybe true friends won't be jealous and maybe it's just those associates that may give off their jealous vibe sometimes. Well, no. No. They're not associates they can either. Think they... Re- they can be in the position of a real friend but uh-huh. still be jealous. Okay. Did that what make sense? Mean? Like, say, say we're really close friends but I am jealous that you have gray sweatpants and I don't have gray sweatpants. Uh-huh. I'm, we it's are friends. Pants. Isn't it gray sweatpants either? Girls, my <laughs> Anyway, so we can be real friends, but secret. That's like a it's a secret, secret hater. Right. Like uh-huh. I'm a sec- I'm secretly jealous of you, uh-huh. but we are friends. Okay. Now, am I your true friend? Technically, I guess no. Okay. But we still friends. Okay. Got you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, hmm. I guess jealousy can show up in. <laughs> <laughs> I guess jealousy can show up in different ways, um, but I guess overall, if you a real friend for somebody, like just be happy for your friends for real. I was gonna say like, the problem comes yeah, in when you got to be a friends. hater all day, every day. Yeah, like, be like leave me a like reflect on yourself and see what's going on with you, and then move forward with your life. Right. Yeah. And take several seats. All right, y'all. So that is all for our episode today. Hopefully, um, if you all are feeling voids, you are filling them with the right things um, or you're thinking more about how you're filling those voids because you don't want to end up in a bad situation because you weren't able to fill them the right way. So keep that in mind. Amen. (laughs) Until next time, folks. Thanks, Thanks, PMP Posse. Posse.